Hey moms, I'm Shania and I'm Alicia and, and welcome, welcome to the MomCast. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 10. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We currently have 260 downloads. That is totally amazing. Our goal was if we could just impact one mom or make a difference with one mom or family that we would be satisfied. And we are so overwhelmed with the pour of support from our families and our friends, acquaintances, people we've never even met, followers and listeners. This has truly been an amazing journey. And honestly, we were so nervous at first (laughs) to start. And I'm not even going to lie. We did question ourselves. We're trying to figure out whether it was even worth it or not. And our podcast has taken a lot of dedication, hard work, research transparency and honesty we have uncovered a new level of motherhood a new level of our friendship being present being relatable and most importantly being real but you know i can't even believe it has been 10 episodes what an accomplishment right it's crazy just to think that it came all from a voice note Right. It came <laughs> from a text message. We've gotten so much feedback from all of our listeners and we appreciate you guys so much. One of my favorite comments is that when people listen and tune into our podcast is that they feel like they're in the room with us and they start laughing, um, responding to us like, girl, what? <laughs> so I think that's like everyone's been having a good time. And, you know, one of our listeners has even expressed that she shed tears while listening to one of our podcasts. She said that we were open and we were vulnerable and that got her emotional. And one of another thing that a lot of people has been saying to us is that they want more content, like an actual live recording. Um, So Alicia and I had a a discussion about that. (laughs) And we are still trying to figure that part out. But we do feel that in our next season that we can dedicate a few. Not not everyone, because, you know. Only if my hair is done. (laughs) (laughs) Right. If we look in the way we need to be looking. No, I'm just kidding. We are. We are in our real live moment being natural. Um, But we can dedicate a few live moments um, in the future so that you guys can, you know, see our faces, hear our voices and really tune in. We shall see. (laughs) We shall see. (laughs) Stay tuned. But throughout the season, we have been asking you guys for our listener letters. So our team has pulled four letters for us to read and to respond to you guys and we haven't read them yet so we're excited about reading them i hope (laughs) i hope we don't give crazy answers right like (laughs) i'm a little nervous (laughs) right i am too (laughs) so let's get to it i'll go ahead and read the first one let me see here so hey mom cast alicia and shania um thank you ladies so much for being vulnerable and sharing your birth stories i was wondering if either one of you experienced ppd postpartum depression right ppd um i recently had my second child and i don't like i don't feel like myself this letter came from stacy from arlington virginia okay stacy well hello stacy from arlington um 
Yeah, you know, we didn't really talk about experiencing postpartum depression. It was a sensitive subject, but um, that's a great question because I actually experienced postpartum depression with my second child. Um, And if I'm being honest, I was in denial about it. I'll never forget when I went to my six week postpartum checkup, they actually gave me a survey, which was different from when I had my first son. But they gave me a survey and I already knew that um, I wasn't well mentally, like some of the thoughts that I was having. And sometimes I felt a little disconnected or were feeling like I had an out of body experience. Um, But like I said, I was in denial and I did not seek the help that um, was offered to me or that I needed at the time. But that is definitely something that I did experience. And I do truly recommend that you do seek therapy or that you speak to somebody about it because it's totally normal. You are not alone in that experience. But I do think it would be healthy not to experience it alone and to, you know, speak with somebody about it and get the help that you need to get through it and just keep on loving on your baby and just know that it's just the moment um, that you're experiencing and that you can get through it. Absolutely. I mean, I, I personally didn't experience it. Um, I do know besides you, obviously someone who has, um, one thing that she told me was kind of just getting up and and doing things that she was doing before she had the baby. Like she used to go to the gym. Um, so she said she started walking around the neighborhood with the baby. Um, if she couldn't make it to the gym, just I, I guess she started getting back to things that she was doing for herself before. Mm-hmm. I think as a mom, we are so engulfed in, you know, this, this new baby, we have to take care of someone else and we just don't feel like ourselves. Um, but like I said, I have, I haven't personally experienced mm-hmm. it. I'm just letting you know what she said. Do you, do you have like something like that that you started yes, doing again? Absolutely. Because I was feeling like I didn't know who I was anymore. Things that I liked. I just, was actually kind of distancing myself from people because I knew that I wasn't fit. Like the biggest thing is I knew that I wasn't feeling right. Like I remember Mm -hmm. the first time was Jacob was, we just came from home. Excuse me. We just came home from the hospital and he was crying and I was just holding him and I was looking at him and I didn't console him or anything. I just like looked at him and I just started crying. Um, And then that's when I started feeling like my body felt numb because I was just like, I'm trying to navigate my own emotions in this exact moment. Mm -hmm. But I just knew I was like, I should be holding him and rubbing his back and trying to calm him down. But I couldn't because my body was numb. Mm -hmm. Um, So after I started experiencing those things, it was important for me to recognize first that this is what I'm experiencing. It's not um, normal to me. And so I started doing things that I like. Like I would do the same thing. I would be out in nature, taking him for walks, clearing my mind. And just getting back to doing things that I liked. And at that time, I'm a creative. So I actually started a business where that was my outlet. Um, A lot of my personal followers may know that I used to have a t-shirt business. And that did come from my outlet. I was just like, I needed a creative outlet. So I was able Mm, to establish that business and just doing something that I liked and enjoyed doing in my own space where I was just like, away from everything and that way that filled my cup and then I was able to you know pour back into my family okay I I feel like the common thing that I hear is to make sure that you speak with somebody Mm -hmm. um to seek the professional help that you need um Mm -hmm. to to make sure you get yourself out of that absolutely all right well Stacey we wish you the best and thank you for writing into us 
Okay, Shania, who's our next letter from? All right. Our next letter is from Nicole from South Carolina. Hey, Nicole. Nicole said, thank you, ladies, so much for creating this platform. From the stories to the conversations you shared, both the joys and challenges of motherhood. Well, thank you. That was our goal. Um, I really enjoy tuning in every Monday morning while I'm driving to work. I don't have any questions. I just wanted to say thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Nicole. We appreciate you tuning in every Monday. Oh, that was really kind. She really took her time out to just say thank you, right? We appreciate that. Oh, thanks. Okay, so I have the next letter here. Hey, ladies, I really enjoyed listening. I follow Shania on IG and I see that she runs a business, a real estate business. Sorry. My husband and I have three children and we have been going back and forth. We're trying to figure out how to balance my home life, work life, children, sports and a business all at the same time. This is from Gabriella in Ontario, California. Hey, Gabriella. Hey, Gabriella. You want to start this one? Sure. Um, I'm over here trying to think because I'm still trying to figure it out, too, if I'm being (laughs) honest. (laughs) Well, thank you first, Gabriella, for following me on Instagram. I do appreciate that. And I appreciate you tuning in every week um, to listen to the mom cast. And also, really quick, I just want to say, I'm just noticing the theme of everybody saying thank you and that they really love tuning in. So that makes us feel so excited. So thank you for that. Um, Touching on how to balance. That's a challenging one. Um, So I do run a real estate business. My kids are both active in sports. Um, Trying to balance a work and home life is challenging. Um, The best thing that I can say to you is to prioritize, right? Um, Prioritizing your time and making sure that you're being present in the moment, because there has been times when I was so focused on my business. um, I would be in the same room as my family. We might be at the dinner table or we might just be watching a movie, but I wasn't actually like focused and present because I'll be checking an email or filling out a contract or something or texting a client. Um, But I have learned to just be present in the moment, whether I'm dedicating an hour or two to to spend time with my family. And then it's just like, okay, hey, I got to get back to work. So that was very huge for me. It's a big impact because your family will start to notice like you're not even watching mommy. Oh, did you see that part? Or do you remember when? And it's just like, oh, dang, I wasn't looking. So being present um, and it actually has helped me to be more successful, if I'm being honest, because. When you're able to focus on what you need to be doing, you can be present, you know, at the football game, you can be present watching the movie. But when it's about work, it's about work. So creating that um, list of priorities and things that you need to check off was is really big for me. So I don't think that there is such thing as balance. Yeah. Right. So I feel like you dedicate that hour right to Mm -hmm. your business a day. And it's like, okay, from, you know, after dinner, maybe while the kids are getting ready, you know, depending on how old her kids are, right? After dinner, um, we'll say from seven to eight, while your kids are taking a bath and getting themselves ready, picking out their clothes for tomorrow, you and your husband sit down and this is the hour that we're going to dedicate to work, kind of having like a business meeting, mm-hmm. right? Or pick a few days out of the week where maybe you'll order dinner 
and you and your husband will have a two-hour dinner. I mean, two-hour uh, meeting, meeting yeah. right? I don't, I don't feel like there is really such thing as a balance. Mm-hmm. It's really just, okay, at this time, I'm going to give 100% to this. And then I'm going to give another 100% to this at this time mm-hmm. because you can't multitask like how you're trying to like multitask, right? Like you, you miss, you end up missing it all. Right. Exactly. And then you don't give all your all to that one task that you're actually doing, whether that be watching the movie or, you know, writing that email mm-hmm. to your client. I don't, I, you know, balance, they keep saying balance life, balance this and that. (laughs) Don't fall into that. Listen, there are going to be times where it's going to be, you know, you got a 50%, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and your husband has to pick up the other 50% in the business. Um, and then there are times where it's, your husband has to go do this and you're putting in 100%. Yep. It's all about prioritizing and making that work block. Exactly. Get a planner. Yeah, absolutely. Get a planner, plan it out and be open and honest with your spouse. Make sure that you guys come up with the plan and also be comfortable with change and realizing that everything is not going to always go as you plan it to. So, you know, you're going to fail forward in business. That's my favorite thing to let people know. So good luck to you and your family. And um, yeah, best wishes. Thank you. Good luck. What's the next one, Shania? What do you have over there? All right. Well, I have a letter. This person actually sent this anonymously. So I know, right? It's a juicy secret letter. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, ladies, I heard you all mention you have known your spouses since you were teenagers. I have been in a relationship with my man since we were 15. We are both 26 and we just had our first child. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. I feel like we are growing apart as we mature and tackle being parents for the first time. Have either of you ever felt like this? Ooh, that is a good one. That is a juicy one. That is a juicy one. Um, I guess I'll start. All right. Okay. Yes. Um, I think becoming at least for me when I was becoming a mom um and essentially you know being a girlfriend and I was so young I didn't really know who I was Mm -hmm. right so in the process and honestly I'm still figuring myself out you know I'm still trying I'm still learning new things about me um and in the in the process of doing that you kind of feel like you don't know the other person that you're with, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're going to be doing the same thing. So they're not necessarily going to be the same person, especially since we're so far removed from our teenage years. They're not going to be the same person that they were before. So I absolutely have felt like that. But what I have done was my own self-work. And mm-hmm. with doing my own self-work, I feel like that has brought a lot of grace to me to have for my man mm-hmm. because I know that he's going through some things you know he's going through some changes just like I'm going through some changes so it's really like for us it was relearning that person um and still loving that person for who they are me I don't think we've touched on this throughout the podcast but me and Buddha have broken up before and in that time of being single we have dated other people 
and figured out what it is that we like, what we don't like. And because we were together so young, I feel like that time was necessary for us. It's not always necessary for everybody. I, I know that you and Jeremy's um, experience was different, mm-hmm. but during that time, you really figured out what it is that you want, what you need, what you don't like, what you definitely do not want. <laughs> um, and, you know, if you guys end up getting back together, then those are things that you bring into the relationship. But again, like I said, because you're so far removed from what you're, who you were in your teenage years, you are still that different person. I think it's really important to have patience, compassion, um, grace for each other and understand that you are going to be someone different going forward. Even mm-hmm. even when you guys are, you know, let's say you get married 20, 30 years down the line, you're not going to be the same person. Mm-hmm. So if you understand that, if you understand that everybody is evolving I mean, the goal is ascension, right? You don't necessarily want to stay at the same level anyways, right? So the goal is ascension. So if you understand that about yourself and you understand that about your partner and vice versa, he does the same thing. I think you'll have a successful relationship. You know, um, sometimes it's best not to be together. You know, it it sucks to say, but there are so many single thriving parents out there that are making it work. And if you feel like you're not, you're not, you're, you shouldn't be with this person because you have, you're changing who you are and, and what you like, your patterns, your, you know, you're changing who you are for the betterment of yourself. Ultimately, you're changing yourself for the betterment of your child as well. So it's a double edged sword. You know, (laughs) it's like stay together, have passion uh, or I'm sorry, stay together and have compassion for each other. Um, Or sometimes it's just better not to be together. Yeah. And I also want to acknowledge the fact that you guys um, were teens when you met and now you're young adults. But the bigger picture is that you just had your first child. Right. So obviously things are going to be different in your relationship, because when you're a teenager, you don't have any responsibilities. You're just out here having fun. You, oh, that's my boyfriend. That's my girlfriend. You're not really experiencing like the day-to-day life with work, bills, and now you're adding a child into it. So it's not always just fun and on the go. You have mm-hmm. to sit down and be parents. So right. um, I think that's something that's important for you guys to discuss, like what that looks like for you, what your happiness looks like for you. And if you feel like you're um, growing apart as you mature, I, I, I feel like what does that mean and what does that look like? Is it because of the baby or is it because it's just like you have new responsibilities? Um, what does that look like for you? I would say that it's important once you have a child to still remain um, your partner's to remain dating your partner. I'll say like yeah, you have important. to plan date nights. You still have to. Um, be romantic in your couple. You can't just always be the parent you. You have to right. get back to loving your spouse, loving your partner, um, making time for you all to do things that you enjoy and that you like. I don't know how old your first child is, um, but even if it's a baby, you know, if you have a village or even if you take the baby out, there's been plenty of times where Jeremy and I have had, you know, when we had our first son, Jeremy. <laughs> We'd be out at the restaurant, have a little booster seat or a little car seat, whatever, have them sitting with us because it was still important for us to take time and date each other. So 
I hope that that helps. Um, try those different things, but no matter what it is, make sure that you're staying true to yourself and, and what you really want out of your relationship. Exactly. And can I add just one more thing? I think couples therapy is also very helpful. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, even individual therapy, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a podcast <laughs> topic we'll say <laughs> well, for later. Well, let's touch on it really quick, though, because <laughs> I do want to touch on mental health. So I did mention earlier that when I was experiencing postpartum depression, that I was in denial because of the stigma around, oh, I have something wrong with me, or, oh, you have to go to therapy now, you need help, or just like the negative things that are associated with it. But Alicia and I are both very proud clientele of mental health therapy. We both have a therapist. Absolutely. Yes, we talk about it all the time. Um, Therapy is therapeutic therapy (laughs) (laughs) it gives you tools it gives you the outlet to be able to communicate um what's going on with you sometimes even just saying it out loud because a lot of times we hold in our feel are we holding our feelings right so going to therapy allows you to say it out loud sometimes that's just a breath of fresh air like you got it out your system like you don't have to hold it in anymore Mm -hmm. Um, And then your therapist will listen to you and provide you with um, a non-biased, a non-biased perspective. And they'll also give you tools like how to handle if you feel like you don't know how to handle a situation that you're in. They'll give you like different perspectives on how to navigate through that. And I think that that's so important because it gives you a new perspective and a new outlook. And you might not even realize like it could be. A simple fix. And when I say a simple fix, not easy, but simple, such as, you know, changing the way that you do things or communicating better. And communication yeah. to me is important, but also perception of what you're communicating is bigger to me, like the way the person on the other end is receiving what you're saying. So um, I just wanted to put that little plug in there. Everybody go to therapy, get your therapy on because <laughs> it is so important. And it's liberating. Truly. It, it is. It is. And I feel like it could be a you problem, but we never want to sit with ourselves long enough to be like, it's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We're not always right. Um, but we wish you the best anonymous. I hope that it works out for you. And however, whatever that looks like for you to be happy and for your child to be happy, um we wish you the best let us know how it goes right back into us but speaking of therapy shania i feel like this has been so therapeutic you guys don't understand how therapeutic just coming here recording with my girl and speaking to you guys and getting feedback from you guys this just has been so amazing and it's been reassuring and affirming that we're not in this by ourselves. You know, we're not sitting here talking to ourselves. I know. Cause we <laughs> thought we would be <laughs> like, we have two listeners. It's me and you. <laughs> right. 260 people have tuned into our podcast and our first season. So we are just so grateful. We are so thankful. We are so appreciative. Alicia and I are, um, like I said, this is episode 10. So we are taking a little hiatus. We completed our first season. I can't believe that we've made it this far, but congratulations to us. Um, And we really hope to that you all continue to tune in, provide your feedback, um, send us our your listener letters. We enjoy this is our first time opening them up, so we really do appreciate you taking the time to 
write us. We really are so excited that yes. you. Thank you. Yeah. We are excited that you took the time to do that. We appreciate it. Yes. You said it well. So we will see you guys in a few weeks. And we have some great things coming for you guys next season. And we some videos. Wait. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll brush my hair. <laughs> We're so excited to work on all of our content while we are on our our mini vacay and uh, both of us are going to be going on vacation with the kids so we'll have stories about Absolutely. that because i know that they will be stories yes <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in and don't forget to follow us on ig at the mom.cast and continue to send us uh dms we've gotten a few dms from you guys but most importantly, also send us listener letters at heymomcast at gmail.com so that we can read them for the second season. I hope you guys have a great summer and we will see you guys in a few weeks. See ya. Bye.